Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to USTA Florida's Here to Serve podcast. My name is Laura Bowen. I'm the executive director at USTA Florida. I'm very excited to join you this month, which happens to be Women's History Month, and I have two of my favorite women in the USTA network here with me today. First up, we have Megan Rose. Megan is the Managing Director of Major Events at USTA, and this is her first podcast, so welcome, Megan. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. I can't wait for a great discussion. Me too. And joining Megan and me is a veteran to our podcast. She's been on several times and is such an amazing woman to work with, Danielle Gooding, who is our Director of Community Tennis. Thanks, Welcome, Laura. Danielle. Great to be here. Thank you. Happy to be here. Always love having you on the podcast. Okay, so it's Women's History Month, and I'm going to pivot a little bit on how I normally start the podcast. I have such a high regard for the place that both of you hold in tennis. So I thought I would start by asking each of you to share why it matters for us to recognize and highlight women in tennis and in sport overall. So Danielle, you want to answer first and then I'll hop over to Megan. Sure. Um, thank you, Laura. Great question. Uh, I, I truly feel as if... Um, this opportunity doesn't come often enough. So when we have those kind of um, opportunities, we should really take advantage of, of them full force. I think Megan and I are very uh, aware of uh, some of the barriers that have been broken by women in our in our sport. So it may come to us more, more naturally, right? But for many girls, many women who are not necessarily in the sport or in sport in general, um, but I have some touch points, um, I think it's really important to share those those stories that we are very privy to um, and then why it's important in terms of what did it do to impact the sport? What it did, what did it do to impact the future of sports for, for women and girls, especially? Um, so whatever opportunity we have, I think we need to do a full-on campaign about it. Excellent. Megan, why do you think it matters for us to recognize uh, and highlight women in sports and particularly in tennis? Yeah, Danielle had a great answer. I think um, from my perspective, women's tennis has been a leader in a lot of ways in sport. Um, this is a 50th anniversary of equal prize money uh, at mm -hmm. the U.S. Open for women um, and having a pioneer like Billie Jean kind of lead the way for our sport and, and all the other incredible women um, that were with her during that and that have come after we see women's tennis players highlighting um, the most successful athletes, you know, in the world. They're on those lists all the time. Um, and we have incredible female role models just within tennis. Laura, you being one of them, Danielle, another. And then, you know, I'm lucky to, to work with Stacey Allister, the first female tournament director at the U.S. Open. Um, and then, you know, just with society, there's so much research just shows how important it is for girls and women to be in sports, both from leadership, from health and wellness. Um, and I think as we continue to see, you know, scary numbers around mental health for girls, mm -hmm. having more opportunities to highlight sport and opportunities that there are for girls and, and women in sport um, continues to just be so important. So for us to have a month, and I agree with Danielle, it should be a year round. We should have the, mm -hmm. the whole year. Um, but as we kind of have this opportunity to have a, a platform um, to really shine a light on, on women and girls in sport, um, the more that we can do to really kind of uh, better. Well said. And 
lucky for us, we actually do get to continue this Women's History Month celebration into April because we have the Billie Jean King Cup coming to Delray Beach right here in Florida. So, Megan, can you tell us a little bit about this qualifier and what our fans can expect from the event this year? Yeah, thanks. Um, so we are, yes, we're taking over two months of the calendar this year. We're taking over March and April. So um, April 14th and 15th, uh, we're thrilled to be able to bring um, the U.S. Women's uh, Billie Jean King Cup team to Delray Beach to compete against the Austrian women's team. Um, we are so thrilled. So far, we have Coco Goff, Jessica Pagula, and Madison Keys confirmed to participate uh -huh. with two more players to be named soon uh, and being led by, you know, Captain Kathy Rinaldi, a, a Florida native. Um, and basically it is going to be a great event of not only highlighting the best of, of women's uh, professional tennis right here in Florida, but also a really great opportunity to highlight some really important initiatives uh, that USA Florida is doing um, to really give the community an opportunity to get involved, you know, in tennis, to be able to bring your kids, uh, your friends, your family to tennis and really see it up close and personal. Um, I think tennis is one of those sports where once you see it live in person at this level, like you'll become a fan for life. So we really want to create an environment that's family friendly. Um, the matches will start at six o'clock on Friday, you know, after work, after school, uh, and then Saturday at 2 p.m. Um, I'll let Danielle talk about some of the great things that they're doing. I don't want to steal her thunder uh, on Saturday. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an incredible event. We're so excited. Um, tickets are still available on ticketmaster.com. Um, but we really consider it to be a week long celebration of American tennis. And so would really, uh, if, if anyone listening or has not been able to see pro tennis in person or specifically Billie Jean King cup, you know, in person, it's great because it's loud. It's, uh, it's rah-rah USA. Um, it's not, you know, the quiet kind of tennis environment yeah. that I think people are used to. So um, please, you know, come out and, and it's going to be a great, a great time. And of course, it's at one of our favorite venues, which is the Delray Beach Tennis Center. Uh, so D Danielle, it really is special to have this event in Florida, but it's particularly special to have it in Delray Beach. I know that our team has been working really hard on having some additional activities on site uh, for girls, women coaches, and even families. Can you tell us what additional events that USTA Florida is planning and how people can sign up for them? Sure. So on the morning of uh, Saturday, um, we're going to have a family uh, play day, which is our opportunity to show uh, families that they can learn the sport together. It's not necessarily an individual sport that many people um, have this perception about. So um, it's just going to be a sort of a, an hour of fun and giggle and um, somewhat some instruction, not too much, right, of just um, playing together, learning together and having fun. And then uh, that leads into the day of matches, which is great. Um, so if anyone wants to participate in that, um, they can go to USTAFlorida.com. We'll have a, a page uh, dedicated to uh, the Billie Jean King Cup, um, and there will be links there to sign up for that. Um, additionally, the day before, we will have a girls camp, which is probably one of our most exciting uh, initiatives uh, for USTA Florida. And it focuses on not only um, female coaching and instruction uh, to the 
girl players, right? Girls that are either um, at all levels learning the game or already training full time. We're accepting all levels and they're learning from female coaches, which is very important to us. Um, and then again, um, joining a panel of um, at a luncheon and then again, more play and then the matches. So tons of great activities uh, leading um, to all the matches. Thank you. You know, we did our first ever girls camp last year and it was so inspiring and successful that we want to do four this year. And I'm really happy that this is our first one that we're doing to kick off our all girls camp. So Megan, I want to come back to you for a minute. I understand that both the women coaches and the campers will have the opportunity on Friday to participate in a champions of equality panel. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that and maybe some of the other ways we're celebrating equality for women at this event? Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is going to be such a great event. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be a women's luncheon uh, where we have incredible panelists. Billie Jean King herself is going to be on the panel. Um, Yvonne Odom, who is Coco Goff's grandmother, who was the first Black student to integrate into a white school in the Delray Beach school system. Um, and then Gabrielle McGee, who's the COO of the Tory Birch Foundation, who's been working um, with the ITF and they're a sponsor of the Billie Jean King Cup. Um, and they have a great initiative around empowering female entrepreneurs. So really kind of the, um, the key theme of this is really the opportunity to hear Billie Jean King's story about her push for equal prize money 50 years ago. Um, kind of a, an ongoing project that uh, we're working with her team with is to trying to um, get Congress to approve the Congressional Gold Medal for Billie Jean King. So while there have been um, 11 um, male athletes uh, to receive the Congressional Gold Medal, no female athlete has ever wow. received it. And so we feel like who's better than Billie to be the first. And so um, she's going to be telling her story about um, you know, their fight for equality, both her and the other panelists are really going to be talking about the work that has been done in the, in the, his, um, in the past. And then all the work that is yet to be done in the future to try to make sure that we're getting, um, you know, gender equality. Um, the USTA has also, uh, announced the 50th anniversary of equal prize money campaign, which is going to be throughout the whole year leading to the end of the women's final at this year's US open and really highlighting, um, you know, igniting people to really kind of work towards change and progress. So it'll be a year long campaign, which I highly recommend that everyone kind of take a look at. Um, I think you're going to see some really exciting theme art for the US Open this year. Uh, that's going to be great. And so we really just kind of want to use the Billie Jean King Cup as the platform to really kick off this campaign um, and just show the power of women and the power uh, of the collective of women and, and what happens when uh, when women really kind of fight for what they believe in and, and what's uh, and what's the right thing to do. So it's going to be a great event and we cannot uh, be any more pleased to have the girls be able to participate and what, what an incredible experience for them. So we're looking forward to it. And thank you uh, for helping to bring all of these pieces together. I'm very excited about this year. I, I've never felt more energy around sort of where we go from here. And so that that's a very exciting thing to be a small part of. I want to kind of have you put your parent hats on for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, so, Danielle, I'll come to you first, although, Megan, I want to follow up with you, too, because you you also are a parent of a girl. Danielle, you're a mother of two girls. 
What impact do you think events like this have on young girls and how they see themselves in sports? It's a great question. <clears throat> so, you know, I know that in school they learn a lot about um, all the wonderful women in our history who have broken some sort of barrier, whether it's, you know, Amelia Earhart or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, I don't think they they hear enough of of the women in sports and what they what barriers they've had to break, especially Billie Jean King. Um, so, you know, an experience like this will be so different from what they they're usually used to. You know, whether it's a classroom setting, this is more um, it's more intimate. Um, I think. Uh, can be very practical in a way, depending on, you know, some of the topics and even some of the questions that are posed, and hopefully the girls will pose some. Um, but I think they'll notice that uh, there's more to just hitting the ball, right? It's um, it's where is your place in the sport, whether you're in college, whether you're in high school, um, and and who is your mentor during that, that process, and where can it lead to, right? Where is it on the court or is it behind the scenes like Megan and I and you, Laura? Um, so I think it opens their eyes to so many opportunities and maybe even some instances that they are not even aware of that they're in. And so I'm looking forward to all of them just listening and 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 seeing um, what great stories there are. That's a great observation. You know, when we did the girls camp in North Florida, uh, one of the things that we heard was that they had never had women coaches before. There were so many girls that told us that and how what a different experience and dynamic it was. Megan, I'm going to ask you the same question. You have a daughter. Um, what impact do you think events like this have on young girls and how they see themselves in sport, but maybe even more specifically in tennis? Yeah, I mean, um, I was lucky to bring my daughter to Asheville to our tie last year. And I think, you know, I think it was Billy who said, you know, if you can see it, you can believe that you can be it, right? And so I think for my daughter and hopefully for other girls, being at an event like this, they see Kathy on court, who's the captain. They see, you know, me, you know, running around with an earpiece in where I look important, but I'm not really, I'm just usually You're trying to important. find the snacks. I'm trying to find the snacks. Um, but, you know, they see, you know, women like Danielle leading family day and they see, you know, other incredible women, um, in different roles, whether it's them welcoming them to the hospitality tent or whether it's them, um, you know, helping get the court ready. I mean, there's so many different roles and, and we're lucky that we do have so many women uh, as part of our team to really kind of help um, make this event, an event a, a reality. And I think just having the opportunity, you know, as a working mother too, right? I think it's hard because sometimes you leave your kids and you go away for, you know, seven, eight mm -hmm. hours a day. And your kids, you know, depending on their age, they don't really know what you do. And so for me personally, the opportunity to just have my daughter be there is is super special. And and honestly, for my son as well, I think it's just as important for little boys to see women in key leadership roles so that they it's not any different for them when they grow up. Of course, you know, of, of course, a woman would run would run a tie. Right. Because that's what my mom did. And so I think for that, it's super important for me. Um, to make sure that with both of my kids and with their with their upbringing that there's no such thing as what a boy can do or what a girl can do or what a girl should do or what a boy should do that it's all just you know what do you want to do and what do you want to be and, and how can we help facilitate that and so um, 
a lot of what we're trying to do as well is bring in, you know, sport management programs to come participate, you know, local college programs to come in and, and see, because I think a lot of times with sport, there's the roles that everybody knows, but then there's so many jobs, as you know, that people have no idea are a job, you know, and so having the opportunity to highlight this um, is so important. And if we could have just one girl walk away being like, yes, like I want to get involved in tennis, like it's a success, you know, and so that's kind of the hope is just to, to be a good example, to be a good role model, to answer people's questions if they have them, and then to provide these opportunities like the, the girls camp to be able to, to have exposure um, to some of these women and, and to these trailblazers. I love the point that you made about, you know, not just for young girls, but for young boys, you know, we're very, you know, blessed in tennis, and we probably don't show it enough, but we have as many women at USTA Florida in leadership roles as we do men. I mean, it's really sort of a nice experience when people come and work for us that they don't see it as an either or, or, you know, they, they see all different types of people in all different roles. And I think that's wonderful for, um, for everyone to see and celebrate. Megan, I want to stay with you for just a minute. Um, You've been a top college player the University of Miami. Yes. Go Kings. Yeah. Go Kings. We had to get that in there. Um, You've also been a professional player on the tour and you've been a coach. So you've worn many hats. Of course, now you're on the business side, uh, which you've been on for quite some time. You do an amazing job. What would you say to women out there who may not see tennis as a career opportunity for them? Yeah, you know, I get I get this a lot actually. I'm I I try really hard to give back and get involved in various women's organizations or or try to you know offer mentoring opportunities for any young woman that's kind of trying to get her foot in the door. And I think a lot of it is taking the time to really look at organizations and see like what is their org chart. You know, what are the different departments that they have? You know, how can you possibly get involved with internships? I think tennis is also a great sport because we come into a city for one week. And then they're gone. And so a lot of times they don't have the opportunity to invest in full-time staff. And so they do rely a lot on seasonal positions and internships. And so, you know, the Delray Beach Open, I know just that just happened and they utilize a lot of volunteers. Yes. A lot of the U.S. Open series events in the summer leading into the U.S. Open have a lot of volunteer opportunities. I know the USTA has our diversity and inclusion internship program. I'm, uh, I'm sure most of the sections have internship programs as well. So you know, just trying to get your foot in the door. I think the biggest advice is don't be scared to reach out to people. I get, you know, emails or, or requests on LinkedIn. Hey, can I, you know, I'm interested in this. Could I pick your brain? Like, absolutely. I think women especially really want to help, right? We really want to help bring people along and and it's a real lift as you rise uh, type of feeling. And Um, And so don't ever underestimate how much people would be willing to help and just answer questions. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm interested in this. Well, how do you think that could that could possibly be turned into a role? Um, The U.S. Open has a ton of seasonal positions. So the opportunity to be able to just work at the world's largest sporting event for two weeks. I mean, the amount of experience that you get from that is is priceless. And so. I would just say don't assume because there are so many things that people just don't know our jobs, you know, within within tennis and, and within sport in general. And so um, asking a lot of questions, reaching out to people, you know, really kind of putting your um, 
because it does require kind of a real lack of ego, right? To just mm -hmm. know what you don't know and just reach out and, mm -hmm. and just start having conversations with people. And those are the people I love chatting to the most because it really shows that they're taking ownership over mm -hmm. their development and, and ownership over their potential career. And I'm always happy to help and, and, uh, and answer questions for people like that. I think you made a good point earlier about all the women that we're fortunate to have in different roles at USTA. And so I, I think if there are students out there that maybe stumble across this podcast or maybe there's, um, you know, a parent or someone else that maybe didn't know if you come to work with us, whether that's a volunteer, an intern, you're actually going to work with a lot of women because we have a, a very vibrant ecosystem of women, particularly on the event side. Um, many, many of our events are coordinated and run by women and any sport, that's pretty much your your first thing you have to learn is it was the first thing I learned how to do an event. Um, and so I think maybe that uh, hopefully this podcast will do a little bit to to share that information out there and make young women more excited to get involved and work with us. Last question for both of you. Can't wait. This is exciting. It's drum roll. <laughs> the United States has the most titles in Billie Jean King Cup, previously Fed Cup history. Um, and I believe the last time that the United States won the whole thing was 2017, which I also think was the last time we had a qualifier in Delray Beach, thinking that might be a good luck charm. So question for both of you, I'll start with Danielle and then I'll go to Megan. Do you think that our team can go all the way this year and take the complete title and bring it home to the U.S.? Absolutely. I mean, I'm going to be here on the podcast saying absolutely, for sure. And I say that because Delray Beach is such a lovely city. I always feel very relaxed over there. I think we have all had wonderful experiences, whether it's going down Atlantic Avenue or just even at the Delray Beach Open, which is such a great event. And the venue itself, I think, is um just going to be a setting for the for the players to feel relaxed and welcomed. Um, so I, I think everything's positive about where where it's chosen to play. All right, Megan, you're on the spot now. Do you think we can I take think, it all this year? <laughs> I feel like I might lose my job if I don't say yes. But no, I deeply in in my gut know that this is that this is the year for us. I think um, all the stars are aligning, as you said. It's going to be an incredible first step uh, of this whole process uh, for them to to win in Delray Beach, and um, you know Coco getting to play in front of her her home crowd. I think it's just going to be an incredible atmosphere, and and Jess Pagula is close as well. So it's really mm -hmm. kind of where we got a lot of hometown you know women yeah. that are going to be participating, and um, you know how could we not? I mean, look at the the quality of the players on our team are just, it's an embarrassment of riches. And, you know, I think even more so we have, you know, examples of like Coco and Jess that play doubles together year round, mm -hmm. you know, so it's not people that are, don't, aren't accustomed to playing with each other. Or they're not friends. I mean, they all are super close and they, they're playing with each other week in and week out. And, you know, Captain Kathy is just an incredible leader for the, for the team. And I think that this is going to be Step one uh, is going to be checked off here in Delray, and then we're going to go on to the finals, and, and this is the year that we're going to bring the cup home. So it's going to be an exciting year. I think so. I think Florida is a good luck charm. I think, you know, Captain Kathy is in our Hall of Fame. Couldn't ask for a better, a better leader and a better coach. And, of course, we're excited to see um, the players 
come out. So for all you Florida people or maybe non-Florida people listening to this podcast, we're counting on you to come there and be that fan support that kind of pushes them over the edge and, and let them know how proud we are. Uh, thank you both. Uh, we're out of time for today. Uh, I'm truly, truly grateful for all the work that you do and for taking the time to join me today. Uh, you know, we're a month away and I just super excited and can't wait. So thank you both for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Laura. For those of you who are listening to the audio only version of this podcast, be sure to visit USTA Florida's YouTube channel and our social media where you can see the full video version. And for links to buy your tickets and engage in our events at the Billie Jean King Cup, and for links to future podcast topics and dates, visit ustaflorida.com. Thanks for tuning in and have a wonderful rest of your day.